0: This week on The Reverse Stick Jaspreet Sani is back with us and he's sharing his observations from the Asian Games The Hockey Series Open is rolling along and we still don't get it and uh, bring back the bully This is The Reverse Stick The Global Hockey Podcast I'm your co-host, John Lee, and joining me every week, just about nearly, uh, Matt Allen. You're not hockey still, 1, Hockey 2, Hockey 3.
1: You're not still going on about the two weeks I missed
0: have you three not, months ago, are you? Well, the, the two two weeks you missed is exactly the difference between us on the TRS uh, Goal Scorer of the Year Award. We'll
1: talk more about that later on. <laughs> welcome, welcome to episode 62 of the Reverse Stick, your global hockey podcast. What have we got coming up today, John?
0: Oh, well, Jazz Pretzani will be having a chat to us. He's uh, keeping his uh, very busy fingers all across the Asian Games at the moment. He's uh, across every sport, but he's uh, also taking a close look at the hockey. We'll be talking to him about that. And there's a few issues that have been you know, spoken about with the Asian Games. We'll cover that.
1: It's hot, hot, hot there at the moment, isn't it? And I know that Jazz has been busy, busy on Twitter because he's one of the people that I get the... Uh Direct notification on Twitter when he tweets. Ping, ping, ping. ping. I don't even look now. That'll be jazz.
0: Yeah, probably. (laughs) Uh, Hockey series open, well and truly underway. Do you get it?
1: Um, (laughs) Do I get it? Do I get the qualification with it? Um, Kind
0: of. Um,
1: we'll try and work it out yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll talk more about that coming I'm, up I believe uh,
0: Tyrone's going to join us again
1: um, Tyrone's got a report coming through from the PHL Which finished up um, at the weekend It's uh, in South Africa And uh, as we, uh, we we nailed our, our colours to the mast And we went, go the bunters two weeks ago And the bunters were
0: victorious
2: Yeah
0: Oh really, so we're on a winner again We're on a winner again, mate Oh, let's get to this <laughs> and what's going on uh, hockey-wise internationally. First up, we've had uh, the hockey series open at Vilnius for the women. We'll go through the results of some of these and talk about them a little bit. Later on, we'll get into our confusion with the whole setup. Um It's a round-robin tournament played in Vilnius in Lithuania. Uh, and there was five teams involved Uh The eventual winners of this round, Robin, were the Ukraine. They were ranked 27th in the world. Czech Republic finished second. They're probably a bit disappointed because they were ranked 19th in the world. The uh, Wales team came in third. They're 26th ranked. Lithuania in fourth at 36. Turkey has uh, finished last five there, and they're ranked 33rd in the world. Now, I believe, and as I mentioned, we'll talk about it more later, uh, the Ukraine and Czech Republic and Wales now all qualify for the next stage of the Hockey Series Open. We're not sure how or why. We'll, but ac- we'll yeah, try and figure it out.
1: According to the uh, FIH website, it says that, yeah, they will be joined, Ukraine will be joined in the next phase of competition by second place Czech Republic and Wales, who finished third.
0: Now, there's one more Hockey Series Open that's just gone underway as we're recording this podcast. They've had one day's play so far. It's a Hockey Series Open in Jesno for men. Oh, I should remember that should have mentioned Vilnius was the women's side of things for those teams Ukraine Czech Republic Wales Lithuania and Turkey so the men's side of things in Jesno we had a um, a 6 team competition going on there uh Poland who ranked 21 Ukraine 25 Czech Republic who ranked 28 Italy 37 Lithuania 48 and Cyprus ranked 60 uh other teams taking on the uh, Playing there It's not going to look good for Cyprus (laughs) I wouldn't think They've lost their first round to Poland 17-0 Lithuania could struggle as well They lost to the Ukraine 11-1 But the opening game looked like a crack at the Czech Republic and Italy ranked um, 28 and 37 respectively uh, the Italians got over the top of the higher ranked Czechs 4-3
1: they did indeed and I actually managed to catch the game on the FIH YouTube channel yeah all channel. these
0: games have been streaming which has been great fantastic
1: yeah and, and it was it was a really entertaining game of hockey um, a little bit slow coming out of the back from from both sides but um, good circle penetration they're all having a good go an absolute Super uh, second goal for Italy, they were turning it up in the game from Pietro Largo, a cheeky little lob over the goalkeeper after things had broken down. He just spotted a bit of a bit of gap behind the keeper and popped it over the top. It was superb um, yeah, it was, it was entertaining. Uh, he finished with two goals in that game uh, super stuff
0: uh, that's the hockey series open from uh, and uh, from Niesno. so we'll have the results of that that 's finishing up on the second next week and as I mentioned, we'll be talking more about the Hockey Series Open. There's another series coming up in Losada on the 4th of September that starts. It's for the men. Scotland ranked 22, Russia ranked 23, Belarus at 35, Portugal 36, Turkey 44, and Gibraltar are ranked 66th in the world. That's a pretty fair effort for a, a tiny rock, isn't it? <laughs> it is not it indeed. <laughs> That's a fantastic effort. Um, so six teams taking part in that particular tournament there And there's more hockey series open coming up too I believe Matt Following that there's going to be um, I'm just going to try and uh, We've had a new all announcement all for
1: Lahore Haven't we in Pakistan Yeah Those we've got this week.
0: Uh, Santiago in Chile is hosting from the 18th to 23rd of September For both men and women And Lahore in Pakistan uh, is hosting for the men from the 26th to the 30th of September we don't have any more details the event pages and up just yet for that particular hockey series open um, so that's what's going on at the international level there's a couple of test matches as well happening around the place I believe too um, if we go to the previous tab here uh, Portugal played the Swiss in the men in a two series uh, matches in Losada and uh, the Portuguese won the first test three nil and the closer game in the second test one nil there 23rd to 25th of August those games played uh, not bad Switzerland ranked 29 Portugal ranked 36 so the Portuguese would be very happy to come out winners from that little two test series. Oh, great preparation for the for the upcoming games. It is uh, there's also the Asian Games going on we'll cover that more. Uh, once we get to Jazz Pratsani or I'll be chatting to Jazz later because it's just the way things work out um, so we'll discuss the Asia Games in more t- detail with Jazz suffice to say that uh, the, the round robin has finished and we've now got our pool finalists that are happening there uh, on the
1: and, of course, it hasn't stopped raining goals, goals, oh, goals, has it? <laughs>
0: it hasn't. Uh, on the men's side of things, from Pool A, India have topped that pool. They won all of their five games. 76-4, a lazy three against. I don't know what they were thinking on that day. Uh, Japan are the second team to qualify. They uh, lost to India, but they've come through, scoring 30. They conceded at 11. Uh, so the Republic of Korea are going to be the the team that uh, misses out there from Pool A we were thinking before the tournament that Pool A had three teams that could make the finals and Pool B had two yeah. and so the Republic of Korea are missing out there to India and Japan In Pool B that's uh, Pakistan and Malaysia have gone through Pakistan haven't had a bad tournament 45 goals for one against won all five games Malaysia won there four next down to Bangladesh who uh, conceded 15 goals but only scored 11 so quality away after you got to those top two teams there. On the women's side of things, Pool A now there's only five teams in uh, the women's side of things in each pool Japan and China have got through from Pool A, Japan winning all of their games with a quite a healthy goal difference of 21 there only conceded three. China they uh, one two draw, drew one and lost one, finished on seven points which was equal with Malaysia uh, the one two drawn one lost one. Uh, So the Chinese go through on goal difference. 28-4, 6 against for a difference of 22 for the Chinese. The Malaysians could only manage 22 goals but let in 5, which left them with a goal difference of 17. So that Chinese, well done to them. They'd be quite happy to scrape through, I think, especially considering how their World Cup went recently for the women. On the... um, pool B side of things, as we thought India and the Republic of Korea will go through there, the Indian women winning all of the games 38-4, won against quite a handy difference of 37 goals there, and uh, Korea got through easily, they won three of their four games, and uh, a goal difference of 13 at the end of that once again we thought the Minnows would find it difficult, but um, the the Cream's at the top of the cake now, and Looking forward to the finals. I think there should be some cracking games, but we will discuss that more with Jazz and We will indeed. You're listening to the Global Hockey Podcast. It's called The Reverse Stick. Matt Allen and John Leigh are with you. God, that Say right. those
1: words in any order you want. <laughs> it might yeah. make some sense. Of course, yes, we are The Reverse Stick, John, and we are on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, all at The Reverse Stick, Please do connect, retweet, like, share, tell your mates. I haven't told anybody to tell your mates for a while, have we? Well, tell uh, your mates. Tell your mates and uh, get them listening to the Global Hockey Podcast. Any uh,
0: other news going on?
1: Um, a couple of bits and pieces. I noticed there was a couple of announcements uh, from USA Field Hockey just after we'd recorded last week. Some retirements. Uh, Jackie Briggs, goalkeeper, uh, 184 caps under her belt, and she's uh, stepping back and she'll be... Uh, taking on a role as a volunteer assistant coach for UNC this fall—that's autumn, isn't it? Fall. Fall.
0: Yeah.
1: Awesome. Uh, anyway, that's a role she held back in 2012. Don't um, want a fall. Huh? You don't want to fall? Uh, no, not with my olympism. I don't. <laughs> yeah. um, Jackie said, "Representing my country on the field was unlike anything I've experienced. It was an incredible honour to put on the USA jersey and sing the national anthem alongside my teammates." There is no greater honour than representing your country, and I feel very lucky to have played as many games as I did. Now, on, on the, as well as uh, that, there was also uh, another goalkeeper retiring, um, Lauren Blazing from the state. She's only got 11 caps. That's probably why Jackie Briggs has got 180, 184 <laughs> of them. Um, and Briggs is a cracking goalkeeper and yeah. uh, was, was up for in 2017 Goalkeeper of the Year. Maybe she, she won FIH Goalkeeper of the Year in 2017. Um, so there's obviously some opportunities from, f- for some up-and-coming goalkeepers there in the States. Of course, Aisha McFerrin plays um, over there and there's another 11 or 12 Irish girls that will be playing in the... Uh, national Colleges competition which has just kicked off last weekend so there's lots and lots of ha- um, hockey happening in the States at the moment and quite a few of those colleges do stream the games. so when we see those links we will pop them onto the Hockey Live on Twitter and hashtag live stream hockey. Also retiring was Melissa Gonzalez um, you know, and she's another cracking player. No,
0: 's been a stalwart.
1: Well, we we spoke to her. Um, well, Teo spoke to her during the World Cup daily, just after their defeat, and mm. uh, she was a little bit teary, wasn't she, and upset. And obviously, that's uh, that's the end of uh, international career. Uh, Melissa said, "Being a part of a team of Team USA has been one of the most rewarding, challenging, demanding, most difficult things I've ever done." It was the best and worst of times, but it taught me a lot about myself as a person. It helped challenge and grow my character. It taught me about hard work, resilience and being the best version of yourself, even when you've been pushed to all physical and mental limits. I loved every one of my teammates and they've become family. It was an honour to wear the red, white and blue. Now, Gonzalez, she's accepted the assistant coach position at Wake Forest University. And we'll look to use her playing experience to lead the Demon Deacons.
0: Oh, good luck to, and well done to all those players. Um, Some great careers there. I heard there's another goalkeeper who should retire as well.
1: Who's
0: that? Oh, I just heard a whisper that there was a goalkeeper that should retire. Yeah, just keeps letting them in all the time, just slipping
1: them past. Yeah, I haven't heard of that, but, you know, (laughs) carry on. Anything else? Lots of things. You know, do do we just keep keep rambling, or do you want to. As long
0: as it's news. Otherwise, I've got to play another sting.
1: No, it's a bit more chit-chat. Play a sting. This is Pumele Lambande, captain of the champion Blood River Banters, and you are listening to the Reverse Stick Global Hockey Podcast.
0: It is the Reverse Stick Global Hockey Podcast, and we're going to catch up with our mate Tyron.
2: Here we go. Tyron, tell us all about the PHL. For the reverse stick, this is Pine Jabu Barnard wrapping up the CTM Premier Hockey League for 2018. This past weekend was the finals weekend, Saturday two semi-finals onto Sunday where we had the men's and women's finals of the 2018 Premier Hockey League. The talk of the women's game, uh, the Blyde River Bunsers made it through to the final. They were strongly fancied by a shootout um, and, you know probably pretty happy and would have expected to meet the Orange River Rafters in the final. The all-conquering group stage team unfortunately though was surprised by a wonderful performance by the Madekwe Rangers to shock them in the semi-finals. Over to the final and it was a very cagey affair between the Bunts and the Rangers a repeat of the 2016 final and although it was a cagey affair it really just cried out for one really good moment of quality and for the Bunch of they would be happy that that moment of quality fell to Isabel for Festair. Isabel for made a turn, went around Amore DeVette, and fired in a shot, which she didn't connect quite as well as she probably would have liked to. But that little bit of a bubble, that little bit of a side, uh, a swerve proved too much for Motopani and goal. That was the only goal of the game, and it was the Blood River was winning the title for the second time, the first time since 2016. Um, in terms of the women's tournaments, Cara Lee from the um, St. Lucia Lakers was the player of the tournament. Pumalela Mbanda was the goalkeeper of the tournament, captain of the Bancers. Lizarin Janssen from from the Bancers was the uh, young player of the tournament. And, of course, the top goal scorer of the tournament was Carmen Smith from the Bancers. Over to the men's tournaments, much money would have been on the Arrow Elephants and the drop Dragons, the 2016 and 2017 runners-up respectively to make the final and both of them did just that. The Elephants were the convincing 3-1 win over the Gazelles while well, the Dragons continued their fine form with a 2-0 win over the defending champions from the European Covement. So on to the final on Sunday and it took just 3 minutes for the incredible, likeable Billy Insuli to rock up with yet another big goal in a big game. The more you watch them, the more there is to like about him. And I have no doubt that you will see him representing South Africa at the World Cup again. I really do think this is a man who can score goals on a big occasion. Of course, they didn't stop there. They went and scored a second through tournament top goalscorer Richard port who picked up a rebound from an Insuli shot. Lifted it a little bit and with her beautiful little tomahawk into the back of an NC net. It was it was really a fine fine finish, and a goal that really was picking of being the final goal of the 2018 tournament. And the Dragons have overcome their final defeat from 2017 to lift the title in 2018. Um, and rightly so many of the players that play for them play for the Queensland natal Raiders, who won our men. RPT, our national competition um, and a few of the players have also played in various winning clubs in the past uh, 12 months. So it's been a year of gold medal lifestyle as they say. The player of the year was Jeffrey Eustace but I do think special mention should go to Dan Bell from the other Elephants who must have pushed Eustace very very close for that title. Both defenders absolutely fantastic. Eustace of course the captain of the dragon and really let his team uh, well, I suppose from the back of the defender, but from the front, goal goalscorer, as I already said, was Richard Pulse And um, the goalkeeper of the tournament was Sia Nolushunga, who went with South Africa to the Commonwealth Games. Unfortunately, uh, due to personal reasons, he is not available for the World Cup. But he is a fantastic young keeper and, and someone who South Africa really will look towards a lot for the future. The young player of the tournament was a young man named uh, Andrew Jar- oh, Peter Jarvis. Uh, this is sorry, Peter. It's a under-18 player. Really asked to play alongside the senior men and not being found once in. So fantastic tournament for him. Well done to the Jarkinsburg Dragons sponsored by Grip. Well done to the Blood River Monsters, sponsored by Tivoli Tass. And well done to the Premier Hockey League brilliantly sponsored by C C N. This is the reverse technique. The Global
1: Hockey Podcast. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast, and that go was Buntins,
0: go Buntins.
1: Tyron Jabu Barnard, direct from South Africa, telling us all about the finals weekend there at the PHL. That's it done for another year, there, John. Yeah,
0: short, sharp, short,
1: sweet. Yep, over over three weekends and. Uh, ...televised throughout Africa with Supersport. Um, you know, it's, it's, we spoke when we originally spoke to Calvin Watt about the tournament last year, mm-hmm. um, prior to the previous edition. Uh, they found it was, uh, they needed to find a unique solution for the, the certain set of issues they've got about bringing together players, getting high enough quality competition uh, for those individuals and, and getting teams towards the pathways for the big tournaments. And, uh, yeah, it seems to be another success there for them. Oh,
0: look, and for, for a lot of the hockey world, that's the case that they, it, you know, it's alright if you're living in Europe and you can get access to teams easily, but, uh, it's a lot more difficult, say, if you're in Africa. For yeah, teams, facilities, facilities, equipment, equipment, yeah. a whole host of, of difficulties they face. And look, that, that that's not to say just because you're in Europe, you can access the best teams. Ask the Irish that. They know very well how that works. But at, le- at least it puts you in the same sphere as these teams.
1: Well, it's funny you mentioned the Irish, though. I don't know if you managed to catch up with the live webcast from StudioHockey.com dot uh, com last Friday. Not live. So uh, yeah, so Ernst called up with Toby Walter and um, of Germany, the goalkeeper, yeah. and Davy Hart of Ireland. And one of the points made by Davy was, uh, as we spoke about on the on the show before, there is a um, there's an envy for for him towards other goalkeepers that are playing in the Pro League because he'd love to be involved with that but he still struggled to understand why a solution couldn't come around for Ireland to be involved there and it, it coming down to a lack of a national stadium is a laughable um, reason Sorry. considering Pakistan are allowed to play in Glasgow and that's not taking anything away from Pakistan with no. it at all but it's a situation that the the rules have been allowed to be bent and, uh, and and not so for Ireland so yeah, a little bit upset there we did manage to get a question in on there we did ask the question about um, well, Ernst asked a question on our behalf about how they managed to keep their kit uh, fresh. I uh, good at asking you. No, uh, Toby reckons he just sort of airs it out and it takes care of itself and it's not very smelly. Um, he maybe he doesn't perspire and uh, obviously doesn't work hard enough. He needs to take something out, out of Mark Apple's book, doesn't he, and uh, maybe do the yard, a few more yards on the field. Um, but Davey reckons it's a smell of success.
0: I'm with Davey there because I've got a little admission to uh, to make here. Go on. I haven't I haven't washed my shirt in. This is coming up to the end of the third season. My playing shirt. It's <laughs> got it's got it's got two premierships on it. <coughs> it's It's got it's got two back to back premierships, and I'm going for the three in the row this year. I haven't washed my shirt I,
1: in three seasons. I really, I've li- just a little bit of sick. Just it's true. It
0: But I only wear it on the hockey field. I put it on like three minutes before the game, and I take. As soon as I walk off the field, I take it off and put another top on. It's not like I wear it around for hours after the game. He doesn't build up enough of the sweat in the
1: game. And of course, if they make the grand final, ladies and gentlemen, it will be live streamed. You will be able to see. uh, Well, you'll be able to see that shirt anyway, because there'll obviously be a bit of a glow around
0: (laughs) (laughs) it, some kind of radiation. Don't so, yeah, right sweat. you know you know I'm the bloke in the team that all the backs say, "Run, Johnny, run, and all the forwards say, "Run, Johnny, run
1: <laughs> well, I um you've alluded to it already, yes, I did play in goal again at the weekend, yeah, um we're, I was a little bit late getting into the changing rooms, knowing that it would take me quite a while to get the gear on, so was, as soon as I got in there, I was a bit frenzied and frenetic, and um so you know, I started out, got the shorts on, and did it all the right way around, and uh Just before, so I get the the last two bits of kit out of the uh, the bag, are the kickers. Um, I take the one kicker out, one pad on. So I've got one pad on the floor, another kicker in the bag. We've got seven minutes till the start of the game. Pad comes out, kicker, straps. Where are the straps?
0: Where are the straps? What? what, what, They've
1: got to be in here. I haven't haven't moved anything out of this bag since last. Where are the straps? I've been get my teammate Johnny. Johnny, where are the straps? look at search open every little bag turn the bag upside down look inside my clothes look at everywhere no straps for the right kicker oh sugar um, so who's got some tape anybody got some tape yeah I've got a fresh roll here I reckon the cost of the tape used to apply that kicker to my foot would have been more than the cost of the second hand kicker itself um, did a job though Did kept it? it on there I had to get the scissors on it afterwards yep. once again everyone Buggers off to the bar yeah. I'm left down in the changing rooms Trying to get this <laughs>
0: Bloody kicker off Elastoplast or gaffer uh,
1: No Proper medical tape yeah it, would, yeah it would have been Like 40 bucks a roll Or something yeah, yeah. like that it's Good stuff that. But look did I did concede again John oh, but, no. but we had a 2-1 win It wasn't my fault had a couple no, of saves It never
0: is What? <laughs> it never is No I
1: tell you Goofy If you're listening mate It was your bloody fault Anyway I don't want to pick out Any individuals John That wouldn't be fair Would
0: it? No 2-0 then my lead
1: yeah no yes yeah alright I've got an aggregate two goals scored two goals conceded yeah, alright so, so but I'm not it's finals time this weekend mate and the, it's the first final if we if we win we're through to the, the preliminary final if we lose that's it that's the end of season for us whereas it's slightly different for you because yes. you finished in the top two so whether you win or lose you still get a second crack at it the, we'll um, the, we the win this spell.
0: weekend we go straight to the grand final if we win Looking forward to that. No, anyway.
1: There's not many, not many in our club that are this season on the men's side, so uh, you know, oh, you well, might, might get some crowds.
0: I think the over-50s men's team is our most successful team this year. Uh,
1: for, uh, M- Monday Night 40s have probably got you on that anyway. That's, uh, no, it's by the by, isn't it? Um, Euro uh, 19 groups and fixtures are out okay. uh, to be held in Antwerp. Uh, sorry just closing something down there's some cracking fixtures to come up there um, so taking part on the let's have a look on the men's side germany and scotland play on the opening weekend england and wales play on the opening weekend netherlands and ireland play on the opening weekend and the, on the the opening ceremony the evening on friday the 16th of august next year is belgium versus spain on the women's side it's spain versus russia and netherlands versus belgium uh, Germany versus Belarus and England versus Ireland to kick things off there. And so England-Ireland will face off again after, of course, playing each other fairly, fairly recently in the World Cup.
0: Now, the FIH Congress is coming up. Yes, it's it going is. going to be held in uh, New Delhi at the Lalit Hotel from the 1st to the 3rd of November.
1: I've heard the pool's lovely there.
0: Is it? Yeah. A good cocktail bar?
1: Yeah, I think it's got one of those ones in, in the pool.
0: They give you a little umbrella and everything?
1: But well, you need more than an umbrella, mate. You need a boat to get you back to the, the shore. Oh, sorry. Right. And you've copped out. Up. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You get an umbrella. That's yeah. good. Okay. Look, um, do you know anything about it? I've, 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 I've struggled to find any information. Apparently information was going to be sent to member nations, members of the FIH. And, uh, the media information was also going to be sent in the next few months. Now that was in May. I'm not sure what's going on. If anybody's heard anything, knows anything about it, knows what's going on is there a an agenda for the meeting that we can see is uh, well of course
1: there will be um, elections they, well, there will be elections because on the, the four year cycle of, of different roles there will be so they, they stage it that every two years there's two more yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. the people come in and out on that so there will be some people on their way out it would be the, nice to
0: know what's going on there as far as people who've stuck their hands up or people who are departing and that sort of thing
1: I and think the FIH are probably really busy doing other things at the moment John
0: yeah, I would have thought that the, the governance side of things would be a fairly important issue to, to keep in front of. So you haven't been invited, obviously, now I believe they get two or three. <laughs> I was going to nominate, but I can't find out how yeah, to.
1: They get two or three hundred from around the world, from 80 plus different federations that, that go along um, and talk all things hockey and talk about the future of our
0: game. Yeah, so we'd just like to know what's going on and what's on the agenda there and how things are going to work I'm sure they'll have a a lovely gala dinner and all that sort of stuff but there'll be some real hockey work going on there as well so if anybody knows anything let us know the reverse stick at the reverse stick John or Matt at the reverse stick you do that stuff let's
1: make this easier for you you can email John at the reverse stick dot net or Matt at the reverse stick dot net that'll come directly through to us
0: good Um, John
1: um, yes are you on scored dot com
0: Yes, I am. Good.
1: because um, I tried to connect with you yesterday and couldn't, couldn't find you. Oh, on
0: th- that's because, um, I'm out, uh, I'm not transferable at the moment. I'm under contract.
1: Don't be like John, ladies and gentlemen. Get onto Scored.com, become part of the hockey community. Find me, Matt Allen. Find the reverse stick. Find hashtag TRS World 11 and connect and follow and, uh, let's spread the good word and, of Scored.com and get involved with the hockey community there.
0: You can come down on Saturday and take an action shot of me scoring a goal, and that way I'll be able to finish my profile. <laughs> is
1: that right? Have you have you filled out your your skill sections on there?
0: Well, even if I did, it'd still be blank.
1: Well, no, no. Well, I thought you I thought you said you were a, um, a short, oh, um, short oh, corner specialist. Um,
0: I am a short corner specialist yeah. now. Yeah, that's right. I forgot.
1: So you could put that on there. All you need is one of your teammates or somebody else on Score. dot com to verify that for you, and uh, and you're
0: I'm, away. I'm very good at cutting oranges into quarters. Yeah? Yeah, very
1: oh, good. It's funny because our game's very good at cutting full games into quarters, isn't it? Oh, shall we move yeah, on? Let's.
0: Okay. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast, and it's once again time to join Jaspreet Sarni, the sports journalist from timesofindia.com. He's covering the Asian Games and he's joining us today to uh, talk a little bit about the hockey and the Asian Games themselves and what they actually are and how they work and it's greetings to you, Jaspreet.
3: Thank you so much, John. It's great talking to you.
0: Well, firstly, for our our audience who don't exactly understand what the Asian Games are all, all about, can you give us a sort of rundown about, you know, how they came about and what they mean to the countries competing in it?
3: See, the Asian Games uh, begin in 1951 uh, with Delhi hosting the first edition. Um, over the years, it has uh, become more and more important because in terms of uh, getting qualification for the games, and not just that, but after the Olympics, it's now considered uh, the second uh, largest competition and even the toughest in, uh, in a way because uh, you have China, you have Japan, you have Korea. Um, India pitches in, uh, so the competition uh, is 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 nowhere uh, uh, just lip, you can say limited to Asia, yes. But uh, in terms of competition, it's a world-class event and uh, uh, tougher than the Commonwealth Games. So uh, and 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 on stake are uh, things like uh, place in a. Direct entry to the Olympics, uh, which the Olympic, uh, which the hockey gold medalists get from here, being the continental champions. So that's a big monkey off your back if you get to uh, get the Olympics tickets right right from the Asian Games, which uh, happened with India in 2014 when they won the gold and uh, booked their tickets to Rio uh, right from Incheon. So that that's what at stake in terms of hockey and in terms of overall competition, Asian Games is the second toughest uh, uh, quadrennial extravaganza for sports after the Olympics.
0: It, is it seen within Asia itself as um, something that bonds the Asian community together?
3: Of course it does. Sports is something that bonds binds you together. Um, whether it happens the, at an ish, continental level or at a world level, uh, it's, it's obviously something that brings nations together. And that's what you see when, uh, especially at the closing ceremony, when all the athletes march together and um, they're, they're sharing personal time with, uh, with each other, uh, in, just off, off the field. So uh, sports, whether it's at Asian Games or Olympics or Commonwealth Games or any other um, Multi-disciplinary event It does bring people together And in Asia, it's, it's nothing different
0: Now, uh, looking at things from a hockey perspective um, Before the tournament started I would have thought that there was Five teams on the men's side of the draw And five teams on the women's side of the draw Who were going for those four semi-final positions And the others were just filling up the numbers um, But for those teams It's an extremely important tournament to get to, isn't it?
3: Of course it is any international level tournament uh, for countries um, who are not uh, regular in international uh, tournaments like Indonesia, Hong Kong, uh, and all, all these nations, uh, it, it, they are not playing international hockey on a regular basis, nor are they visiting for, uh, say, practice test matches. So these kind of events, Asian Games coming uh, once in four years, they, they look to grab the opportunity not 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 to uh, just upset the uh, big wigs in uh, I- asia but also to uh, get some experience because playing against uh, when do you see india indonesia playing against india in fact yeah. in women's hockey uh, in women's hockey uh, indonesia played uh, in india for the first time ever so so these are the kind of things they look to uh, Indonesia playing a number 9th ranked team in, in the world in terms of women's hockey is a big thing for them. Even if they lost 17 that's, that's, nil, that's another thing because that was a given. It it, it was bound to happen. Uh, they took the pitch uh, expecting that to happen. Uh, they put in the hard yards um, uh, and, and got some experience and that's what uh, Asian Games brings to you.
0: It's interesting because it was performances against those lower teams that helped decide at least uh, two of the semi, well, one of the semi-final spots on the women's side of things, um, when the Malaysian girls missed out, and basically
3: they missed out because they didn't score enough goals. See, uh, people are looking at it a different, in a different way because uh, China erased a 12-goal uh, deficit in their last game, and they were playing against Hong Kong. Uh, so, <laughs> and, and it's called, <laughs> and it's called Hong Kong China. So. So uh, that's a different way of looking at it, but yeah, China erased that deficit with that 15-nil thrashing of Hong Kong and went past uh, uh, went past Malaysia to take the number two spot and, and made India's uh, chances a little more difficult because playing against China in the uh, semis is always a tougher uh, proposition uh, than playing against Malaysia. So uh, it, it it evened it it sort of evened out the competition in terms of. Uh, uh, skill level and uh, competitive hockey. So that's what uh, the semis uh, required and it happened. So so that's fair enough.
0: Well, the women's semis uh, have been decided and it was the four teams we thought would go through. Japan have played Korea. As we're speaking, that game has, has finished and Japan have gone through to the gold medal game, yep. beating Korea 2-0. Yep. Uh, India's taking on China very soon, I believe, and you'll be sitting down to watch that, no doubt. Is it... Uh, Is it the same Chinese team that were at the World Cup? Uh,
3: I'm not too sure because um, I haven't been at the venue um, to see the games. Uh, I'm covering it from a distance. Uh, And uh, looking at the team sheets also, uh, it's a mix, I believe. Uh, But yeah, China, uh, I think they are number nine, uh, number 10 now, or number 11 behind India. Uh, but r- rankings don't matter uh, especially in the semis because considering the format of the tournament where you're playing the minnows uh, in the pool games uh, it the tournament begins now, the tournament begins with the semi finals yeah. it's it's for, for the big teams it's it's a matter of winning two games and winning the gold medal so so so, when it comes to the semis uh even if China are bringing a, a mixed team, it won't matter because if they happen to Score first Then it's always Advantage for the team
0: How would that be Received in India Is there as an Expectation that the Indian women will Win a gold medal Or is it You know they're Happy to just Medal at all
3: See uh, India last won A gold medal In women's hockey in nine, Way back in 1982 When women's hockey Was introduced uh, To the Asian games For the first time So they won A gold medal then Since then They have uh, played the final only once more that was in 1998 98 so so it's it will be the third time that they will be entering the finals which which will in itself be an achievement uh, and once they are there if they happen to beat Ch- chinese then they obviously would want to uh, get the gold and uh, uh, book a place for the olympics
0: well, look, quite frankly, you could throw a blanket over those four semi finalists couldn't you? I mean, it's, it's hard to pick a winner out of any of those four teams.
3: Yeah, I think Japan... I didn't see the Japan-Korea game, but I think Japan won a close one and doubled their lead only in the, I think, last few seconds. That's what I am hearing. Uh, but yeah, Japan versus India, if it happens to be... Then it will be a tough final, and Japan will be especially happy considering they are the host of the Tokyo uh, of the next Olympics in Tokyo. Uh, Their team reaching reaching the final is 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 a big box ticked for them because that's what they are trying to do. Their their women hockey is already doing well, and Japanese among the men are the second uh, are the most upcoming teams uh, in Asia if you see beyond India, Pakistan, Korea, and uh, Malaysia. So, Japan facing uh, Pakistan in the men's uh, semi-final, uh, that's a very tricky one for Pakistan. I'm sure they are going to play it very carefully because the Japanese can surprise you as, it, as they did us in 2017 uh, uh, Sultan Aslan Shah Cup where we won only in the last few minutes. So, Japanese are a real threat. Even if India beat them 8 nil in the pool stage, Pakistan can't take them lightly. And speaking
0: of the men's tournament, that probably ended up the way we thought it. The four teams that were strongest. It could have been a, a toss-up between Korea and Japan for that last semi-final spot. But it's India who will be taking on um, Malaysia in one semi-final, and Pakistan, as you said, playing Japan. You, you'd think yeah. that India would be the favourites at this stage, on the back of uh, scoring 76 goals in five games. Um.
3: Scoring 76 goals apart, it's it's the intensity that India has brought to the table in this tournament, um, being ruthless, Whosoever the opponent is. Uh, that's what makes them the favorite, not the 76 goals, because the way their forwards have been converting the opportunities, um, winning 17 nil, 21 nil, 26 nil, 8 nil, 5-3 Korea. So so these kind of uh, score lines are unheard of. In fact. If I can mention, uh, it's a world record, scoring 76 goals in a tournament. Oh wow! They broke the record of, they broke Argentina's record uh, from 2004, the Pan American Games, where they okay. scored 68 goals. So, and and India are still counting. They haven't <laughs> finished the tournament yet. So so so, so they're going to uh, set the record, uh, set the bar a lot higher for other teams to break this and to score scoring scoring these many goals is not easy. You may have easy opponents, but scoring goals is a different ballgame altogether. You still have to beat a goalkeeper. You still have defenders to beat. The quality or the skill level may not be the same, but you still have to score. It's still an international game. It's still an international goal.
0: You're you're right there. You can't argue with that, Jazz. Um, What I I found interesting, it was Sean Maraniha, I think he said it, before when he was still coach of the Indian men's team, but when he was asked about... What his goals were looking forward into the year. He he mentioned the um, the Asia Cup and the Asia Games and uh, the World Cup, but he didn't he didn't mention the Commonwealth Games in in that sphere of of what the team was really aiming for. Is that you know something that is more important to the men's team is to win the win an Asian Cup as opposed to winning a Commonwealth Games?
3: Of course, winning the Asian Games is always. Uh, a goal that's preferable than the Commonwealth Games because, as I told you earlier, Asian Games, and as you know, Asian Games uh, gives you a direct entry to the Olympics. So that's something all the big hockey nations in Asia, Pakistan, Malaysia, Korea, and uh, India, uh, they are aiming for getting to the Olympics two years in advance so that, so that the, their preparation can, uh, can be streamlined in a better way. So, so that's, that's what they're aiming for.
0: I'm not sure that you can answer this, Jazz, because it's just occurred to me as we're sitting here talking. But, I mean, you'd have to say in the women's tournament, Japan's a very good chance of taking that out at this stage. And in the men's tournament, you know, they're still in the race. And if Japan won one or both of those, they're the host. They've already got entry to the, to the Olympic Games. What happens to that Well, that, that Olympic Games spot, I wonder? Will it go to the second team or does it go back into the hat for the FIH to decide?
3: Mm, with FIH you uh, can't say Because uh, <laughs> of, obviously it, it will go into their hat to decide But um, I think as far as uh, rules are concerned It opens up a space from uh, Asia And uh, maybe the next best team from the Asian Games Gets that place But I'm not sure about that That needs to be checked
0: Yeah, that, that will be a question to ask is, uh, Once we get the results through I suppose I won't bother doing much about it until then <laughs> Have you got a winner for, for both sides, the men's and the women's?
3: Uh, on the women's side, um, if India gets past China today, uh, then they will have an even chance with Japan. Then you can't say that Japan will be the favourites. Okay. But uh, India are playing probably their first tough match of the tournament against China. So if, if, if they happen to beat them, the confidence will be at a different level, and then the Japanese will have to be very careful against the Indians. Uh, in terms of the men's draw, um, you will be surprised, but I am putting my money on an India-Japan final. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why, but but I have that funny feeling where where Pakistan will be caught napping by the Japanese. I might be completely wrong; they might thrash them eight-nil, <laughs> ten-nil, but 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 that's what my uh, gut feeling says that it's going to be an India-Japan final and India winning the gold. Would it uh, be an extra
0: special final if it was India-Pakistan?
3: Of course. Um, I would love to fly down to Jakarta <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, actually I wouldn't mind being in a game like that. I think it would be a, a wonderful crowd to be in. It would be amazing.
3: It will be brilliant. It will be uh, equal to attending the entire Asian Games if you attend that match.
0: Yeah, definitely. that. Just while we've got you here Jaz, uh, the World Cup, how was the, uh, the Indian women's performance perceived back home?
3: Um, it was a mixture of disappointment and uh, something achieved because uh, if, you, if, if you consider uh, what India's objective would have been before flying to the World Cup, it was a quarter, quarter, uh, quarter final place which they achieved. And that's why they uh, they improve uh, their ranking improved from number ten to number nine. So uh, that was one objective achieved. But uh, having reached the quarterfinals and uh, getting the draw in your favor, like you are playing yeah. uh, Italy and you are playing Ireland, then you were you were expected to win. In, on, tho- on, on those lines, it was a disappointment because. Uh, though with due respect to Ireland, they reached the final. They were the story of the turn, of this, almost to- sports story of the year so far. So, so uh, with due respect to them, India should have won that match. Uh, and 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 the girls uh, were were disappointed because they lost. They they were looking forward to um, progressing further because they had the draw in their favor once once they reached uh, once they reached the knockout stages so yeah in those terms it was a little disappointing but yeah reaching the quarterfinals was was considered an achievement of sorts
0: yeah i thought they at times played some some very good hockey at uh, just couldn't seem to continue that very good hockey could they
3: yep they they played very well at times uh, especially i think against usa which was a must win game they played yeah. very well uh, they played uh, the first game against England also very well. They would have loved to win that uh, rather than drawing in the last, I think, last two minutes. Uh, they would be disappointed with their pool match against Ireland where they lost 1-0. They would have loved to win that also and uh, were favourite to win also. Um, but yeah, quat- losing t- the quarterfinals was a bit of a downer.
0: And, uh, of course, the men there on their preparations for the World Cup that is happening in Baban as well later on in the year.
3: Yeah, of course, Bhubaneshwar, and I'm hoping to be there at, um, at least, yeah, at le- hoping to be there at least, if not the Asian Games. So, um, yeah, and interestingly, uh, I was having a chat with Harindra. Uh, he mentioned uh, about something, about mission December 16th. <laughs> which is when, which is when the final of the world cup is to be played so that's that's the kind of motivation that's the kind of drive that is uh, that is uh, that is keeping this team together and moving ahead uh, like like we haven't seen in the last 2 3 years so 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 harindra must be credited for what he has done with the team especially in terms of getting them together and playing uh, ruthless hockey
0: Oh, definitely, and they're a real chance at home. They're going to be right up there, I think, come the finals. You know, semi-finalists, I would think. But anything can happen on a hockey field.
3: Yeah, and, and and there's a there's a talk going on between in the in the team that they want to leave their shirt behind in a better place. They want to create a legacy.
0: Oh, look, there's a there's a lot to look forward to with Indian hockey, Jazz, and um, certainly this will be a big tournament for them, I think. Thanks for your time again today. I believe you've got a, a new gig with thetimesofindia.com. We can see your work there, can we?
3: Of course you can. I'm, I'm trying to put in my best effort there and also tracking the Asian Games and covering it from a distance, but doing my bit of writing. So, yeah, you can catch me there.
0: And you're on the on the Twitter as well, aren't you, Jazz Fruit? So people can stay up to date with everything that's going on at the Asian Games there if, like me, yeah, they haven't got access to it.
3: Twitter is becoming a drug for me.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't think you're the only one, Jazz. You're not an orphan there, mate. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, look, th- it's
3: a dope.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining us again, Jazz Preet. Once again, it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, we we'll look forward to speaking to you again very soon.
3: Yeah, sure. Hopefully with a with double gold in hockey. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: You're listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast, and that was our good friend Jaspreet Sani in uh, India. I think he's in Delhi at the moment. Um, about the Asian Games, what do you think?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, when you speak to him later, why don't you ask him?
0: Oh, I will. That's a good idea. Yeah, for those, uh, Matt can't <laughs> be here yeah, when you record that interview. It's it's one I'm recording later, as it turns out. It's not one I recorded earlier. It's no. It's one I recorded later. Yes.
1: I'm, so, I'm off to a gig. Are you? Yeah. Going to watch the charlatan tonight. should be good.
2: The only one I know. Yeah. Anyway,
0: is that one of those early '90s English bands that you would have? Been yeah, so that's
1: right. Yeah, bit of shoe gazing, long hair down to the shoulders, oh,
0: really? baggy
1: clothes, baggy Big pants, fish,
0: little fish box, box, box. Ah, oh, no,
1: but no, that came a little bit later on. Oh, okay.
0: Right, let's get on to some hockey stuff. Hockey you... series open.
1: Hockey series open. Go on.
0: Well, how does it pretty really well work?
1: Well, I found found it interesting because, as I read before um, from the FI8 site, that Wales qualify. So um, there is a lengthy Q and A.
0: Well, put that in context. Wales qualify having finished third at the um, at the Hockey Series Open in Vilnius.
1: Yeah, but there's 15 spots up for grabs from the Hockey Series Open for the Hockey Series Finals,
0: and there are 10 events. So that's 1.5 teams per event,
1: and we don't know whether the winner of the Port Villa in Vanuatu
0: hockey fives get a berth. No, Uh, I would suggest on the back of Wales qualifying, they don't. Well, does that mean that the fact that they played hockey fives?
1: So, so qualifying automatically, you get the top nine teams that aren't involved in the Hockey Pro League, um, which means there's 18 sides there, isn't there, in in total that that go through. There is
0: now. That's based on rankings from 2017. Seventeen, yeah, yeah. Okay, so the, the the rankings are two years old, or a year year and a half old. Yeah. So it it that makes that makes it a bit more difficult to try it for you. You can't just go to the latest rankings and say they'll be the teams that are going to get those spots. You have to go back to 2017 and check what the rankings were there.
1: Yeah. Well, you look you look. um for example, Canada in the men's in, in 2017, they were ranked 11th um, yep. in the world. Um, and currently in the men's, they are, I think they're about 16 or something like that. Uh, where are we? Uh, no, they're at 11 then. Am I looking at a different year? No, totally just disproved my point, whatever I was going to make. I think they've, they, they've had a change anyway, which means that uh, it, it's, they're different they would be different now as to how they were in 2017 with well, the decision it, was made. It's probably not it. going
0: to affect a lot of the teams in the pointy end of the league tables. But if you're around that 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 rank and you're jumping up three or four places on the back of two or three tests and then dropping back down and going back up, it could make a hell of a lot of difference. Yeah. Um, so my my biggest problem is, is when you go to the... Um, it's page. about it's
1: about having some clarity with it isn't it um, it is and, and understanding what position us us as a punter understanding what the different legs of the hockey series open mean and, and like we said before it's, there's three teams qualifying from one do they qualify from all of them if they don't why don't they and what's the point in being involved in the in the hockey series open at all well, just for games
0: you know if if the uh, Port Vila tournament wasn't to qualify for the Hockey Series Open, why call it the Hockey, or do Hockey Series Finals? Why call it the Hockey Series Open? It, it seems, we, we, we don't know because there's no real information. We know that there will be a number of open events held depending on the number of team entries. No one knows how many teams have tried to enter. Now, after those open series, there the are hockey series final,
1: yeah, the hockey series finals will include at least at least five qualifiers from the hockey series open. Fifteen con- qualifiers, but, but contain no more than than three of the teams that qualified directly for the finals based on world ranking. This is where it all gets very murky. <laughs> okay, yeah. so
0: you've got you've got three events. The finals will be three events, um, with eight teams per event. So that's twenty four teams. Yeah. Okay, so nine of those teams will come from the top nine ranked nations outside of the uh, pro Probably league nine. as of 2017 so they'll, they'll be split across those three events, that's three in each event I'm not sure whether they're going to draw the names out of a hat to decide or whether there's going no, to be, be other be criteria ge-
1: geographical I imagine with it. Yeah, didn't it. think so um, um, well, in, fact, in fact the FIH will review potential venues for hockey series finals over the coming month the evaluation will be based on A number of factors including venue and accommodation, budget, host fee, commercial benefits, motivation and objectives, organisation and previous hosting, blah, 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 blah.
0: So you've got the other 15 places to be taken by teams from the Hockey Series Open, but there's no indication anywhere of who qualifies from what tournaments, which positions, uh, as we saw in a five-team competition, the team that comes third qualified.
1: Well, according to that article on the FIH website, we we still... Well, you have to take that as being correct. There's no definitive list anywhere that says these teams have qualified for Hockey Series finals uh, yet. What I do like from the Q&A on the FIH website, John, is uh, here's the question. How can teams competing in the Hockey Series eventually become part of the Hockey Pro League? So, first of all... We all want to be part of the Pro League, don't we? Because it's the pinnacle of the sport. Anyway, here's the answer. We hope that teams competing in the Hockey Series will aspire to join the Hockey Pro League. By playing in and hosting events in the Hockey Series, nations will gain valuable experience that would benefit any application to join the Hockey Pro League in the future.
0: See, this is all about Olympic qualification too, isn't it? The yes. Hockey Series over. Yeah. It's, it's an Olympic qualifying tournament. Yeah. Essentially.
1: Well, you, Once you, you get yeah, on, you, you get your hockey series finals winners, and then there's the the home and away.
0: You're going to have three winners from three different events, and that's it. The hockey series is over.
1: Yeah. Well, no. So uh, to go through to the uh, Olympic qualifiers, the top two nations in each of the three hockey series finals will qualify for the yeah. qualification event. Uh, they will be joined by the top four teams from the hockey pro league. And then the two remaining spots go to the two best ranked nations in the world rankings that haven't qualified through either the Pro League or, uh, the Hockey Series finals.
0: And from that they get six teams? Maybe eight. No, well according to the, the Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, at the end of this qualification pro process, there will be six teams qualify for. Oh, yeah, limit.
1: no, from this route though, because obviously you've got your continental champions. The yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continental champions and
0: stuff. I think World Cup winners get direct entry, don't they? Can't remember. Look, that's that's what it gets really. So the hockey series open one, once they get to the end of those three finals events. The, what does the tournament mean? It's, it's, it's not a hockey series open, it's an Olympic qualifier.
1: Wait, well, no, it's games, they're games for ranking points, aren't they?
0: Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay. So it's not just a qualification tournament? No. So do you get, um, ranking points from the FIH Olympic qualification matches coming post the hockey series open? Yes. And hockey series Finals? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, because it's not invitational.
0: Yep, fair enough. Look, it just still has this whiff of being cobbled together and thrown up and no one really knows what's going on. Either that or they're just not communicating with us well enough. Uh, Us, the hockey family, not you and I personally.
1: Yeah, I think it's... um, To see Lahore go up just today, maybe it's in the past two or three days. Oh, that'll be somebody from Pakistan. Hang on. Oh, it was two days ago. Yeah, lovely. Thanks for jazz. There we go. It's good to know they're listening in. Yep. So I don't know whether that's the, the last of the hockey series open. It did say that they would be played, um, up until September. So maybe there's an, I don't know what countries haven't had a chance to, to get involved yet. Um, well, South Africa. Africa. Yeah. Well, yes, Africa. Don't see anything about that now. South Africa should go straight through to the finals being ranked 15th. If I, oh, if they were indeed ranked 15th back in 2017 when this these cut off, I have the uh, feeling
0: that, that both their men's and women's teams were, were in, so in that of So they go through in that, yeah, in that group of nine, yeah. Um, but nothing from Africa? That's really surprising. I know we've
1: got Mexico, Singapore, Croatia, France, Lithuania, Poland, Portugal, Chile. There's a lot of European competitions going on there, isn't there? And now, of course, oh, uh, South we've, America, Pakistan... But Pakistan is just is just for the men. That's not that's yeah, that's not, not a, a women's, women's competition. No. So we're not going to beat the the off are we, for the end of September? Maybe, maybe we are, and it's all done and dusted. I don't, I can't see it is. Well, there. Is,
0: are there any dates up yet for the finals? Let's have a look here. No, I think no. no there's go, not. There's no. open and finals. There no. we go. And
1: when, when you go to schedule, um, even for Pakistan, if you want to look at the game schedule, there it just clicks you back around to that original events page. There, there isn't an individual page for them set up yet. The oh, they're, they're busy, busy,
0: busy in uh, in Asia hockey at the moment. The hockey series is composed of two rounds played over two years preceding either an Olympic Games or a Hockey World Cup. The competitions and subsequent qualification processes are exactly the same for both the men's and women's competitions, in line with hockey's equally amazing ethos. Okay, so uh, is I don't know. So we. we every couple of years we'll go through this hockey series open again and maybe they're just working out some wrinkles and haven't quite figured it out yet
1: yeah so there's no international competition for those in the second year of the cycle that lose out in the hockey series open that's it there's nothing else going
0: on so in the on. first year we'll play the series open in the, the second the world,
1: world league seemed just to roll on and roll on and roll on just ah oh, let's start it all again I'm sure it was every two years but it was a hell of a lot of it
0: yeah I, I think the hockey's international calendar is a real worry it's, you it's it's got to be revamped.
1: Check out HockeyToday.cc. That's another um, page of Ernst Bart. He's got the a really good comprehensive calendar on there, and you can just click that into your Gmail oh, it's or it's iCAL or whatever. <laughs> I've got a little pin badge made the other day. Have you seen? He's got a, he's got a couple of nice little images, uh, of caricature drawings. So I've got one of those, and I've put it onto the kids to make a pin badge for. Well, hang on, I'll just open the jacket. You see. Oh, it's Yeah, That's wow. nice, isn't it? That's is a commercial idea there for you. Have you written his name years. on
0: your school rucksack, have you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a good calendar there. Now, John, before we uh, we move on to the end of the show and our feedback, one last thing that I wanted to mention was Beeston Hockey Club in the UK, in England, uh, their announcement about televising, in inverted commas, televising all of their men's and women's home games next Excellent. season. Um, now of course when they say televising we are in a new media landscape with a headline like that you think oh they've done a deal with a local broadcaster well no they're going it alone they did it last year They've there's a fair bit of streaming um, available through their website they've now set up a BTV channel with Apple TV this is the future, John. Mm. Um, so it will be streamed through Apple TV. If you look on your iPhone, ladies and gentlemen, there'll be a little TV thing on there oh, and connect I to I an Apple something TV. Yeah, don't worry, phone, do I? And, yeah, don't worry, John. Well, okay. I've maybe, maybe I'll download it for you. Have you worked out how to get WhatsApp yet? No. WhatsApp? Yeah, yeah, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but great stuff from Beast and continue to lead the way with uh, how we would like to see club hockey presented and uh, good on them there. Looking forward to see what happens with that uh, next season which is coming up very soon in the UK coming up very soon for a lot of our listeners out there
0: Oh look, digital the digital world is bringing the costs of broadcasting down considerably and they'll continue to shrink and it'll become more and more accessible to people like hockey and other activities there'll be a lot more of this live streaming of all sorts of stuff going on in the future as clubs are able to get the technology together and the other thing you need is the people to operate the technology. I mean, I as as much as I I would applaud people who get the single camera out there and try and you know share the game. Hockey really needs multi-camera.
1: Well, we can do that for you, John. When you get to your grand final, we'll get we'll somebody can uh, broadcast through Facebook and somebody else can do it on Instagram.
0: Oh, well, you need to get all the all the proper profile shots.
1: And then you can just split screen it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, that's
0: right. Um, you know what I mean, though. I mean it, it's becoming accessible to us and we should start taking advantage of it and what we also need to do is train people to, hockey people to use the equipment to help us broadcast the game better um, it, you know because people with who are hockey players have an eye for what's going on in the field yeah, I think they yeah. you know we've, we've got to start training our own up to do it rather than importing people from other sports to try and do it.
1: That's right. It's the beauty of the hockey family, isn't it? Now, when I, we mentioned the hockey family, John, don't forget to get on to thehockeyfamily.com. A couple of new articles have gone up on there this week. Really fantastic stuff from TAF and the team there. There's something on uh, Masters hockey and your route to perhaps representing your country at a World Cup and a journey of uh, a new young umpire as well. So get on to com and have a read of that.
0: Oh, got any feedback, Matt?
1: Got a few bits, mate. First and foremost, Tyron, thanks so very, very much for uh, your concern about the Olympism. It's uh, it's coming along and okay. Thank you very much, mate. Uh, Tansy Lee, hashtag TRS World 11. Happy birthday to you, oh, sir. Happy birthday. Um, lovely little hockey cake. Uh, oh, that's right. He's on, qualified on for today. over 50s now, isn't he? He has well, indeed. We'll be sending
0: you that contract, Tans. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: i got a little message come through to me I'll read it out to you I'll I'll keep the family names out of it but I'll read you the whole message Uh, We won our league final yesterday for the second straight year It was a tight affair and the final score of 4-1 to us doesn't do our opposition justice The boys did well Division 2 and Premier Man both won too so you can imagine the carnage after I got home at about 3am and had to sleep in Beep, room Luckily he was on a sleepover beep wasn't best pleased i had to wake her up because i'd left my keys at a mate's house with my truck getting too old for this i think
0: <laughs> yes definitely
1: now that's come from uh, an old club mate from back in the uk dagger um and he plays for the springfield hockey club in Whangarei, northland in new zealand so finals time over there at the moment finals time here in australia in the upside down side of the world it's uh, it's all happening and uh, yeah, I think I'm getting a bit too old for it as well, John.
0: Yeah, I think I'm about to feel the pain this weekend.
1: Other bits of feedback. Uh, I had a nice chat with a guy from uh, State Association who is uh, new, fairly new to his role and fairly new to the game. Uh, so doesn't have a vast hockey knowledge, but he's really keen to get involved and to learn about it. Now, part of that learning process, he admitted, was listening to the World Cup daily. And uh, he oh, enjoyed really? it. And, you know, it's... Uh, Sort of fleshed out a bit of his knowledge there that wasn't there before, so that was oh, good to hear Uh, I've fixed Daryl's, uh, Bluetooth problem, so he'll be listening again. Daryl, welcome back to the Reverse Stick Global Hockey Podcast. Um he couldn't listen in the car, you see, because the Bluetooth wasn't working, bless him. But don't worry, we think, I told him to turn Bluetooth? it off, I told him to turn it off, turn it back on again, and uh, it seems to be working. Don't out. you need a dentist for that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yes, John, yes you do. Uh, any feedback from you?
0: Oh, I had some feedback, go on. Um, oh, from Keely, we had feedback from Keeley Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. About,
1: um. Her being uh, the little feminist on, on your shoulder. If
0: it makes you feel any better, I can't get that goddamn song out of my head. Didn't we have it? Oh, it's been, all, it's, all week it's been floating around. And now it's not gonna get any better because I've just sung it again.
1: He only knows three other women anyway, Keeley and he's related (laughs) to all of them. Look, I think that's about it for episode 62 of The Reverse Stick, John. Uh, Thank you very much for joining us once again, ladies and gentlemen. It's been an absolute pleasure. hope you're enjoying the show. Don't, of course, forget to tell your mates. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, all at The Reverse Stick. Hashtag bring back the bully.
0: Good luck to everybody whose seasons are getting underway too in the next week or so or if they've got underway last weekend or start of your seasons enjoy yeah. them That's it. don't get hurt
1: if you're at finals time don't get knocked out this weekend do not get knocked out no, hang around for another week of course John you and I are both playing finals this weekend Yeah, we good luck what do you reckon you are going
0: to win oh yeah we're a good chance yeah. love
1: it love the positivity
0: yeah, oh well two horse race mate you're, you're a 50% chance in 22 horse race aren't you
1: yes you are indeed ladies and gentlemen We'll catch you next
0: week. Say ya Bring back the bully.
2: Bring back the bully. Bring back the
0: bully. Hockey, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah.